Blog Talk Radio. You got to accentuate the positive feeling. the negative, latch on to the affirmative. Don't mess with Mr. In Between. You gotta spread joy up to the maximum, bring gloom down to the minimum, have faith. A pandemonium liable to walk upon the scene. Thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio. This is the show where we affirm you, our listening audience, with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness, challenges, and solutions. My name is Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach with Satari Life Skills Institute, and I'm so happy to be here today and to um, to let everyone know that uh, today I am at the Pride Festival, and the Pride Festival is celebrating 37 years. They have a 37-year history in South Florida. Um, this parade um, is a collaboration uh, with the the uh, the LGBT community, which is the lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transsexual community for my audience who who may not be aware, and. They have a proud and, and colorful history of, of advocating for the rights of, of the community. Um, now, I'm reading from the Pride South Florida program. And just to give you a little, a little background information, just to give you a little background information, um, the Pride Festival commemorates the Stonewall Riots that occurred in New York City in June of 1969, which, may credit, which many credit with having launched the national movement for the LGBT rights. Recently, recently um, released U.S. Census data revealed that Fort Lauderdale has this, uh, is the city with the largest concentration of same-sex couple households in the nation. And the, and the greater Fort Lauderdale area annually welcomes more than 1.3 million LGBT visitors, which I think is absolutely awesome. Now, our first guest, who is Norm Kent, publisher of South Florida Gay News, uh, SFGN, he has a history of being a successful attorney and advocate for many years, and he's known in the community for defending, uh, you know, the rights of, of, of many gay men who had been who were falsely accused of breaking Florida's, you know, lewd and, and lascivious laws. So very, very much into advocacy. Many remember him from his morning radio show on AM. WFTL 1400 and 8.50 AM radio. He started the Gay Newspaper Express in 1999 uh, to 2003, and he began South Florida Gay News paper. Now, the newspaper is very successful, a very successful venture, and he and the newspaper, not only are they known in the community, but they have a wonderful reputation in the nation. 
a little later, we'll also welcome Elizabeth Fernandez from the Human Rights um, from the Human Rights uh, uh, Organization, and she is going to talk to us about all the different advocacies and services that they provide. So I am just so very excited uh, to have you both on our show today. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and 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 welcome, welcome. Now, Norm, I want to ask you to. Um, and I just want to ask you just to tell us just a little bit about yourself, maybe something that that I didn't mention, or you know, just so we can so we can so we can hear you. <laughs> okay, I'm here. Pleasure to talk to you. Well, the Im- important thing to say about myself, if I said anything right now, on this uh, a weekend where thousands of people in South Florida are celebrating Gay Pride, is that uh, my newspaper and myself individually represent a community of successful professionals, businessmen, entrepreneurs, investors, educators. And Uh the the important thing to convey is that uh, the gay community has never been really apart from the community. It's always been a part of it. And now with a growth in social tolerance and acceptance, we're a lot more visible than we have ever been before, but we've always been here. We've always been there, and uh, it's a pleasure that so many people can come together and celebrate their lives the way they do. At our booth today at the South Florida Gay News booth, we set up a marriage commitment ceremony and an altar for people to get wed and had hundreds of couples to take pictures and uh, in a very nice way celebrate their partnerships. Oh, yeah, I, you know, I saw that, um, the, the, um, the altar, and it's, it's, it's been a very successful event, you know, really, really, really nice, really nice program, and I did see that. Now, I want to ask you, um, can, can you tell us a little bit about the, the Pride Festival and, you know, what, what is it and, and what does it represent? Well, it's really an opportunity for the community to get together uh, on an annual basis and showcase their lives personally and professionally, and you're able to see a representation of a wealth of community organizations from the Pride Center Equality Park to SunServe, which helps seniors active in a gay environment, the Dolphin Democratic Club, and the Log Cabin Republican Club, which shows gays and lesbians politically active, as well as the nightclubs that are able to uh, offer drinks and uh, showcase people socially to provide for dancing. Families can come. There were kids' rides there, and professionals are are there. There were people that uh, were chiropractors offering massages. There were dentists demonstrating new laser treatments. There was a couple of the clothing stores that were operated by gay businessmen having discounts on their articles of... uh, where so it was a, just like a, a festival for human rights, a festival where people are able to gather in a social environment outdoors in a park and spend the fun day of sharing the commonality and universality of their experience. 
Wow. And, you know, as you talked about, and for, for those, you know, for those at home, for the listening audience, you may hear some background noise, but that's because we are actually at the festival, and there is, there's just so much entertainment going on. So that that's what's right, happening. Right, as, as we're doing uh, this, as we're doing this <laughs> chat, Sheena Easton is performing on stage for a thousand people. Yes, yes, yes. Um, you know, as you were talking about the the festivities and and the, the the different vendors who are represented, this is my first um you know my first time coming, and I am just so impressed. I, I'm so impressed with the representation, and uh, I brought my my I brought my grandchildren and I brought my family, and they are having a wonderful time. They've had a great time the whole weekend. And so, um, you know, I was going to save this question for later, but, but I'm going to ask you, you know, is this festival, is this a, um, a family-friendly festival? Of course it is. You had a petting zoo for children. You had rides. The Florida Panthers, showing their commitment to the gay community, came out and had a hockey shooting rink for people. Uh, it uh-huh. has the typical foods that you'd have at a festival from – yeah. The you know corn on the cob to fried ice cream, to uh, any anything you can imagine that was a lot of fun. People brought their dogs, and people uh-huh. wearing beads, and it was a nice party. The music was all family friendly. The mayor was here. The sheriff of the Broward County, Scott Israel, was here with his wife, and so yeah, this was and is and has been historically a social and fun gathering. There was a time 35 years ago when I first came to Florida that a a, a gay gathering had to be a protest march in front of the Coliseum to let people know that we mattered and we counted. Now it's more of a celebration of friendship and partnership, reaffirming what I said earlier, that we're not apart from the community, we're a part of the community. And that's why the mayor came to the South Florida Gay News booth and uh, married somebody for us. (laughs) Wow. And there is a gay, gay, uh, there's an amendment in Florida banning same-sex marriage, but I declared as the uh, emperor and publisher of South Florida Gay News that that law was invalid today. Uh, Okay. (laughs) So so there we are. (laughs) There we are. Can I you, think you should you go talk us? to Elizabeth mm-hmm. and let me go back to the festival now. Well, let me let me ask you a few more questions, if that's okay. Just, just, just a sure, few go more ahead. Questions. Okay, can you can you tell us just a little bit about the history of this festival? Like well, how it originated, or how long? It it started out with you know parades in the in the street, but it's been going on for a very long time and. 1999, 15 years ago, I was the Grand Marshal of this festival with my friend Nadine Smith, who is now the uh, African-American Chair of Equality Florida, based in uh, Tampa or Fort Myers area. And we've been doing this for for decades. We moved a couple of times to different venues, Jocko Pistorius Park and Oakland Park a few times. But historically... There are two gay festivals in South Florida that are noteworthy in Broward County. One is the Stonewall Street Festival, which is held in June in Wilton Manors and is also 
uh, fun to go to, though it's not in a park. It's not as wide and diverse. It's more walking up and down the street. But there's a parade down Wilton Drive that features 200 different floats. And uh, Miami Beach Gay Pride is held right on South Beach at 11th Street, 8th Street, 15th Street. It's a mile long. And that is a family-friendly environment with displays and floats, and people go there all day in the middle of April and have a marvelous time. So we're expanding the region and area for gay pride in Florida, even in Ybor City in St. Pete, there's an event that draws 100,000 people. So we're, we're happy to show the straight community that the gay community is very much a part of the larger community. We've never been separated. We never should have been separated. We've always been here. It's just now we're more visible and recognized. Okay. You know what? Thank you so much, Norm. Thank you so much. Okay, so um, this is Mr. Okay, Norm. well, continue with your, your terrific <laughs> radio show. And this is Black, All right. this is Black Pride Month. They were, we had, we had a, a great showing for that as well. Thank you. Okay, Thank take you care. Thank you so Bye-bye. much. Enjoy the rest of the festivities. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. I would like to, um, at this time, uh, before I um, introduce Elizabeth, I would like to give a shout-out to Seaplane, Seaplane uh, Clothing. Um, and their website address is Seaplane Shirts. S E A P L E A N S shirts.com. They had some of the coolest shirts on display. And the owner, Skylar Brown, is our sponsor for this show. And so giving him a shout out and um, wonderful, wonderful uh, products that he's selling and. Um, Great job. doing. He's doing a, a wonderful job. Okay. So without any further ado, I want to uh, welcome Elizabeth Fernandez, who is the communication chair for the Human Rights Campaign. And she is going to tell us exactly, um, you know, what the Human Rights Campaign is and, and all the wonderful uh advocacy work that they do. Hey, Elizabeth, how are you today? Hello, it's a pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you. So, uh, how, women, first of all, women, first of all, how are you enjoying this event? Well, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, we've had a booth here uh, with the uh, HRC at the Human Rights Campaign. It's been uh, phenomenally successful. We've had met some great people and heard some great stories, and uh, we have a lot of supporters in the in the community. Nice, nice. All right. Well, please tell us tell us a little bit about yourself, and then you know tell us about the organization that you're representing today. Well, as as you mentioned, I'm the communications chair of the Human Rights Campaign. I've been uh, working with the Human Rights Campaign since uh, about 
2011. Uh, I am a writer, editor, and designer, so um, I use all of those skills uh, to create newsletters, uh, email campaigns, and also to be involved with the social media, uh, the Facebook and Twitter pages for the South Florida branch of the Human Rights Campaign. Hmm. And the Human Rights Campaign is uh, the largest LGBT uh, lobbying group in the country. Uh, you know, we're basically the NAACP for gay rights, and we have been around since 1980 uh, promoting equality for everybody, regardless of uh, gender or sexual orientation. Nice, nice. Very nice. You know, I wanted to ask you, one of the hot topics is bullying, uh, anti-bullying. How is it affecting, how is it affecting the community? Um, you know, the, um, uh, the, the LGBT community. Well, it's one of the, one of the saddest things about uh, kids, especially when they start to come out or even some, you know, often before then, because, uh, you know, I, I just actually had a, uh, a woman come and speak at our booth today talking about her grandson who is six years old and everybody can already tell he's going to be gay when he grows up. Mm-hmm. He's already mm-hmm. gay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not something that you suddenly wake up one day. It's something that oftentimes people can tell and especially, you know, it's very, very painful to be bullied by your peers, by your community. But one of the most painful things that the LGBT community suffers is bullying from within their own family, parents bullying their children for who they are. And that's one of the, one of the things that they've done in studies, is, they've shown in studies, is LGBT kids, they have higher rates of depression, alcohol abuse, except when their parents and their family are supportive. So the increased rates of drug abuse and mental disorders are not because they're gay or trans or bi. It's because they're being bullied by their parents. The parents aren't supporting them. Now imagine if your parents said, whoever you love will never be good enough for us. That's true. Wow. I, I agree. And so, Yeah. And so, you know, LGBT kids grow up to be LGBT adults. <laughs> and, and mm-hmm. you know, and especially when it comes to transgender kids, they really, really suffer a lot of bullying. Up to 90% of them have suffered bullying uh, in their lifetime. Well, you know, what measure – oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay. What measures are being put in place to prevent bullying? I'm going to say bullying in the community, but now, you know, that statistic that you just said is new to me, um, you know, about, you know, the children not, you know, getting the support that they need from home. So what measures are being put in place to help parents, to educate parents that, because I know, I believe, I imagine a lot of parents think this things like this is just a phase, you know, snap out of it, you know, those kind of things. What, what, what type of measures are being taken to educate parents as well as the community? Well, uh, there are organizations that are specifically 
for bullying. Uh, the It Gets Better campaign has actually done a lot of really, really great work. Uh, basically, it started out um, with people just making videos of themselves, uh, adults, LGBT adults who were bullied as kids, basically letting other kids know that when they grow up, it does get better. It has gotten better for them, even though they may be in a really bad place right now. And, you know, and then one of the things that kids have actually done is show their parents, look, I can be normal and I can be happy. Uh, and, you know, we've actually done, in, with HRC South Florida, we've actually done uh, anti-bullying summits. Uh, we did one last year, and we're hoping to do another one this year, where we actually went into the schools and had a, a whole presentation against bullying. Wow. I think, that's, I think that is fantastic. And I know that in co a lot of colleges, they have um, uh, – Free zone. What is uh, it's called? Something like um, violence-free zones, or something like that. But in this zone, everybody can be safe. Are, are you familiar with some with that? Uh, I'm afraid I'm personally not familiar with that, so I okay. can't speak on it. Okay. Well, no, no worries. Let me ask you. How are how are I know that the you talked about the summit. What are some other measures that um, are maybe happening as far as sensitivity um, and creating awareness in the community is concerned, or the workplace even? Well, one of the, the most important things that we need to do in every single state, and I personally believe on a national level, is to include um, anti-discrimination clause uh, that include LGBT protection. The state of Florida does not provide any protections uh, for LGBT discrimination uh, when it comes to the workplace and when it comes to even, you know, renting or buying a home. And I don't know if you've been paying attention to the news, but this just happened in Arizona. They were literally, literally putting discrimination on the books as a law. It was just vetoed, thankfully, um, due to a lot of pressure by, frankly, corporations. One of the things that HRC does is we provide an equality index that lets you know which corporations are actually doing things to implement uh, end workplace bullying and discrimination based on LGBT rights. Because to me, it terrifies me that a state, and there's other states that have similar laws in the works that are going through the process right now and getting voted on, where basically they want to make it legal for any company to refuse use service for being gay or trans. Wow, absolutely mind-boggling. Um, wow. Well, what do you think the root of bullying is? Because even, even that discrimination are... is a form of bullying. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, not a problem. I, well, I think, I think one of the, the scary things um, in the LGBT uh, community is the fact that the bullying, the bullying can come from the government and it can come from mm -hmm. your family and it can come from your boss. I mean, we had a volunteer yesterday who is in the middle of trying to actually get some sort of uh, help 
because he was fired literally for being gay. He, as soon, he got a new boss in after being with the company for six years. He got a new boss in, and all of a sudden the harassment started, the demeaning emails. He has all the proof, and it's just so hard for him to find somebody to take his case to actually help him uh, because he was fired literally just for being gay, and he's got the paper trail to show, to show it. He's got... He's got... Uh, He's got he's got people who have actually signed and notarized witness statements that show their harassment taking place, but he still lost his job. Wow! And so, your agency will your agency be able to provide any type of advocacy services for him, for example? Or well, that one situation? of the ways that we we're a political organization, so one of mm-hmm. the main ways that we provide um, support is by supporting laws that will end discrimination and will put in into place actual uh, anti-discrimination clauses and bills. Uh, one of the problems, like I mentioned, is that Florida doesn't have one of those. So some of the municipalities do. Some of, I mean, you know, there are places in the state of Florida where LGBT people can't even adopt children. I mean, that's how severe the discrimination goes uh, on the state level. I mean, we're talking, this is bullying an entire community. Wow. Well, you know, I think it's really great that your organization is working from a a legislation perspective because that is where all the changes take place. And, uh, you know, and unfortunately, a lot of times you have to hit people where where it hurts in the pocketbook, you know, when it comes to, you know, corporations and, and people changing their policies. It's interesting. And there are a lot of companies who have really stepped up to help out. I mean, when um, when when the governor of Arizona vetoed the bill, she mentioned the pressure that they were getting, and it was honestly pressure from corporations like Apple and from the NFL, you know, basically threatening to pull out for the um, the Super Bowl because, you know, they they were talking about putting legal discrimination on the books. And uh, we have that that people, we can vote with our pocketbook, and that is one of the reasons why HRC uh, publishes these equality indexes for corporations. So you can decide. You can vote with your money, okay? Am I going to go to Target that has 100% scale, or am I going to go to Walmart that doesn't? Okay, okay. Okay. Well, I want to ask you, um, you know, we talked about, you know, anti-bullying and and even, you know, the discrimination that's taking place in the the workplace. What are other areas um, in the community that that equal rights are needed? Well, we we still – need marriage equality. And that's one of the the main, main problems that we have is because we have such a patchwork, for example, you can get married in one state and then move to another state that doesn't recognize your marriage, you know? And then, you know, let's be honest, not every marriage lasts forever. So what happens when you try to get divorced if you're living in a state that doesn't recognize your marriage in the first place? That causes a lot of legal problems, especially when there are children involved. Wow. So what can we as a community do to to be a part of the solution? Well, the first thing is 
accept and love people for who they are. Don't try to change them. Don't try to don't hate people for being different. Don't hate people for being gay or being bi or being transgender. Respect people. Respect who they are. Respect their gender. Respect their sexual orientation. And you know, I think sometimes people get this uh, this this idea that there's something wrong with it as opposed to, you know, now, and that's, I think, one of the most important things that we have done and that anybody can do is to come out and be true about who they are. Uh, now in surveys, as the tides are turning, 87% of people know somebody who is LGBT. That is a huge difference because, you know, a gay person isn't some mythical figure. No, they're your coworker, they're your neighbor, they're your cousin, they're your sister. Yeah. Great advice. Great advice. Now, if we if 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 we want to contact your organization, how would we go about doing that? Well, the best thing to do is to come go to hrc.org, where we've got all the national news from the national organization, uh, the Human Rights Campaign, and you can also select your region. And for example, we're always looking for volunteers. Everybody on the steering committee, uh, all of the chairpersons for HRC in South Florida, every single one of us is a volunteer. We're just here doing this to help out the community and to benefit the community. Nice, nice. Elizabeth, I want to thank you so very much for for being on Positively Affirmative today and you are welcome back at any time. At any time. Oh, Elizabeth, one more thing, one more thing. We at, at Satari Life Skills today at our booth, we had a draw we had a um a raffle and we are promoting a mind over money uh, wealth Consciousness Series, and the winner of the um, raffle will win a year worth of Wealth Consciousness uh, classes or workshops. So we're going to ask you if you would draw a name for us. Okay. Well, Drum roll. <laughs> okay. So the winner is Darlene Lake. Woohoo! Okay, Darlene. So I will be giving you a call. Congratulations. Thank you, Elizabeth, very much. And I want you to know that you are welcome to our show anytime. Thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure. You can just, uh, you know, you you know where to reach me if you ever need to talk to anybody about uh, LGBT rights in general overall and equal rights overall. Thank you so much. And again, I'd like to give another shout out to Seaplane, Skylar Brown, who has a wonderful selection of, of clothing, men, women, and children clothing. Um, his website address is seaplaneshirts.com. That's S E A P L A N E S H I R T S.com. Thank you, Skylar, and thank you, Seaplane for your generous sponsorship today. All right, we are, going to, we are going to bring this edition of Positively Affirmative to a close. This is the show where we affirm you, our listening audience, with education, information, and resources 
in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness, challenges, and solutions. Join us every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Bring a friend and share the prosperity. Okay, bye-bye, everybody. Don't mess with Mr. In-Between. Don't mess with Mr. In-Between. Oh.